This episode of the Red Bull Rant is brought to you by the fine patrons that support us through patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster and William Martin. Now, on to the show. The Red Bull Rant is a free-flowing podcast with three soccer-loving idiots who don't know when to shut their dumb potty mouths. So listener discretion, yeah, it's, it's pretty much advised. Welcome, my friends, to the Show Never Ends. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald. I'm Truman, and this is episode 301. You're allergic to dancing? <laughs> you know who's not allergic to dancing? Bradley Wright Phillips. Oh, the, the hop is back. It sure <laughs> is. I think I heard somebody say at the game that it was like 10, 10 or more competitive games without a uh, goal from him, so I'll take it. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, New York hosted San Jose Earthquakes, came away with a 4-1 victory where they went down one nothing in the first half and then four goals in the second, two of which coming from, who would have guessed it, Alex Mawil. This podcast's whipping boy. <laughs> uh, but not some people in, in 101. <laughs> It was a very decidedly, as Truman can attest to, a <laughs> anti-mobile whipping zone. So I guess we'll tell that story later too. Yeah, we will. Um, all right. So first tweets uh, from the game, Truman. Do you have those, or should I read them off? Yeah, I got them. Um, we got a few of them here. First from Wayne Harrison at W Harrison eighty three. Very good second half against. Let's be honest, a poor team. Still, the goals were well taken. It was nice to see BWP on the mark. On to next week. Chico at Chico FFS says, Earthquakes, huh? I've caused stronger tremors by jumping on the bed. Red Bulls win. Woo! <laughs> but really, this was a great win overall. The second half was fantastic. Mawil is my hero. I was a little worried after the Champions League collapse, but this was a great response. Agreed. He's the greatest player alive. Uh, Adam Lane at Adam from Earth <laughs> says, That was the most garbage 4-1 victory I've ever seen. Don't forget, don't forget what you watched for 70 minutes. They figured it out eventually, but the quakes are garbage and we look like garbage playing against garbage. I feel worse after this win than I did after our CCL loss. Then, okay, come on. Hold on. on. There is a part two to this tweet, which I absolutely love. Uh, after I ate a Snickers, a win is a win is a win. There you go. Second half possession covered up Duncan's ineptitude. We'll be a much better team when Taxi's back in the starting 11. That's for sure. And speaking of taxis, our taxi, uh, <laughs> he uh, just sent sent us a gift. So. The, the, the one of the creepy variety? Yes. Yeah. Wasn't that from uh, some original Total Recall? Oh, no, hold on. That's um, No, that, that picture is... is that, that's to, no, that's... Um, is that oh, Big Trouble in Little China? Big Time in Little China, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's that one. Also, I've seen that movie. So, all right, uh, let's get into this with our dislikes. 
and I'm gonna I'm gonna open this one up because I'm apparently glutton for punishment right now. Uh, so one of the talking points the day after the game was the attendance, and let's be honest, the attendance was crap for home opener in yeah. MLS. Uh, worst in, worst in, worst in Red Bull Arena in four or five years. Something like that. It was like it was like announced fifteen thousand and change, and mm-hmm. with a reduced seating capacity, you're still not even filling three quarters of that stadium. Nope. But the bigger problem in all of this is that people point out what's going on, especially people that are press or were press are pointing this out, and the response of a certain subset of fans, not all fans, it's a subset. But a response to those people is to immediately go on personal attacks, not try to debate substance. It's personal attacks. Try yeah, not political I, leanings. Uh, whether or not uh, certain people's uh, sites were doing well or not, like if you're going to put out an opinion on Twitter, listen, I understand it's Twitter, so it's already a cesspool. But <laughs> have. Please have like a little common sense and at least debate the person on merit. Don't debate on political attack or sorry, personal attacks because that's just dishonest. How about not subtweeting? Well, I mean, subtweeting is just kind of and and, and saying dumb shit. Well, I mean, yeah, I that, that kind of goes without saying, but I, I guess it's person, fair, right? We're just it is fair, those fair. you have to unfortunately accept those aspects of it, but I don't. I really, really, really hate the personal attacks. Especially, and and I think it was on Friday. I saw a tweet from another podcast, or no, it was on Saturday or Sunday. There was a tweet from another podcast. It's like there was a reason so many popped up, and it's because there's no actual media representation for this team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, why, as a person that would want to become a journalist or is a journalist, why would you want to cover this team if this is how you're going to get treated by the fans? Well, there's here's I'm not, one. I'm not, no, no, it's fans no. are trash. I know. Okay. You, you really, you really think, fans. You, yeah, you really think that the the Red Bull, the journalists that do cover the team, are getting it any worse than uh, the journalists who are covering the Giants right now? Oh, and they get it way, way worse. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's okay. Part of part of it is I also don't really follow a lot of beat, of Twitter stuff except for Red Bull, so. I, I guess sort of in a vacuum at that point, but. but but I mean, come on, you you know that that the the big teams in New York City area, yeah, those those, those beat reporters are getting annihilated, and yeah. and perfect example, and it oh God, it really pisses me off. The beat reporter for the New Jersey Devils, uh, people just think it's funny to call that person fat, mm. instead of the the great job that that person does night in and night out, covering the team, traveling with the team. They're like, oh, you're fat. So that, that that's what fans are. That's stupid. They're, 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 they're fucking shitty people. Except yeah. for everyone who listens to this podcast, we're all wonderful human beings. Yeah, I've never got off on any of our fans ever. Um, <laughs> but I think in the grand scheme of things, I mean, I just feel like it's just another example of our fan base having such incredible thin skin. I don't know how many tweets saw like the lousy media going off on mentioning that we had bad attendance. It's like, hey, people, guess what? Bad attendance is a story, and our rapidly declining attendance figures is a huge story. It was only a couple seasons ago we were averaging 20,000. Yes, there were a lot of no-shows at a lot of those games. I get it. But a couple years ago, it wasn't so bad. It dropped 
significantly last year. And the home opener, I think, is 3,000 down from the year before. That's a story. You may not like it, but it's a story. And it's one that, as a fan base, I love the people out there who think, uh, don't know how economies work, but the ones who are like, if it's just me and my 1,500 fans, then that's all I care about. Yeah. You, uh, you, you find me the leagues and the teams that do well that don't have good attendance. So, uh, it's a story. It's something that you should worry about. Is there anything that us fans can do? I mean, I don't know. If you've got a few friends that want to come to a game, I guess you could. Uh, but other than that, but, but, but while I don't know if there's a solution, I think I may, may have mentioned a year or two ago, I think the only solution is a rebrand. Uh, it's my opinion. Um, you know, it, it's, it is what it is, but it's a story. Like it or not, it's a story. And if this is any indication, our attendance, our attendance is going to be woeful this year. And it will continue to be covered as it gets more and more woeful. I don't think a rebrand is a big thing. But, I mean, you talked about what? The tenant's been dropping off the last, what do you like, three, three four years or so? It, no, I think I think it was up. I think it was up, like, slightly in 2017. But it dropped. It was the third worst drop in the league last year. Um, behind... But- uh, Chicago and Columbus. So, so I'll say this, and listen. I mean, I think there's a million reasons, and oh god, I didn't want to get into this again because <laughs> we always talk about it when there's bad attendance game. But Don Garber decided to introduce a second team in the New York area. That didn't help. I, it, it, it just, it fucking didn't. And I, I mean, you could say first rebranding didn't help, right? Back in 2006, that definitely chased some fans away. Garber decides to throw another fucking team in New York because we don't know why. Because he loves New York City. And money. Well, I guess that explains that. Uh, so, yeah. So, there's another reason that pulls away fans. Well, I mean, that team uh, outdraws us. Uh, right. You know. Well, I mean, but again, I, I'm, I'm going to say this, and I've been saying it for a while. Now, with Via being gone and the, the shine is going to wear off on that team, the only way they're going to keep fans is, is being successful. Um, it, it just is. Mm-hmm. Um Here's, if you want to talk about Saturday, it was the fucking St. Patrick's Day parade right in the middle of the afternoon. Oh. Uh, getting to fucking to uh, the, the stadium is a big pain in the ass right now because they're shutting down half the fucking lines on the path. That's a pain in the ass. Parking's oh. a fucking pain in the ass. Until a lot of the shit gets settled, and I mean like building garages, finishing the path, not the fucking weekends. is It's just killing this team. That it's, I think it's going to continue to be an issue. I saw people tweeting about taking forever to not only take the path to one station and waiting 15 to 20 minutes for another train to show up. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, there's this, there's issues compiling on issues. I don't, and that's why I don't think it's really a rebrand that's the issue right now. It's just, it's a, it's, it's a pain for some fans. Mm-hmm. It's not a pain for us. We show up nice and early. Yeah. We drive. Yeah. So. I, I know, and I make this comparison. It, it doesn't make sense because it's not the New York market. But uh, this is Atlanta's third season in the league, and they're still maintaining fifty thousand plus. FC Cincinnati, granted, it was their first home opener, so they're still in the the whole spectacle of it. But they had a packed stadium, and that they had a packed stadium in. USL as well. So it's not like they just got all these people from MLS. Seattle's maintained their attendance. Portland's maintained their... Hell, they, Portland just expanded their stadium 
because they needed more seating. There's teams around this league that are succeeding in attendance. And yes, New York City FC is, even though their attendance has dropped year over year, they are still outdrawing us. And part of the reason that is the fact that they have an easier stadium to get to. But there is no reason when you've won your, granted, I know it's not the, the title, but when you've won your third shield in, uh, what, six years, making playoffs every year for nine straight years, or sorry, eight straight years, that you can't do something to at least keep attendance steady on opening day. Right? Well, I'm not saying, I'm not, and, and listen, last year was a worse day, weather-wise, was a worse day. I know it wasn't St. Patrick's Day weekend, but it was a worse weather day. You, we all, all of us were there. Like it was freezing. It was not free. It was close to freezing. It was seven thirty at night. This today, this Guinness weekend, it was in the mid mid to high forties. Beautiful day outside, and I understand that public transit is a problem. But a three thirty start on a Saturday is not a hard thing to get to. It's not like they're playing no no fuck. They're playing three thirty. If you if you want to go. You can give yourself time. For example, using myself as the example in this case, I had to drive from Maryland. So what did I do? I left my house at 930 to make sure that I can meet up with you guys and we could be at the stadium in the parking lot by one one thirty. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's a sacrifice that you have to make. But if you want to be there, it's a sacrifice you have to make. And let me hold on real quick. Jay. I just want to point this out. Real fast, is that you mentioned Portland, Seattle, Atlanta, great attendance, right? What do they all have in common? They all won the MLS Cup, right? And but, but, but. and also they haven't been around for twenty something years. We have, so they're new, newer teams. I mean, we can still consider well, Seattle kind of newish. I, I wouldn't say newer. I would I would not count Seattle in that group then because. But again, you're talking three teams that have been successful early uh seattle won the open cup what two three times right i don't know and yeah, and and won Fire stadium well pat well i know you don't know who's won the u.s open cup yeah, who's won an open cup <laughs> who cares <laughs> but you know there there's a team that that did come in and, and has had steady success um also a team that plays in seattle that's not surrounded by 58 other professional sports franchises. Uh, Portland has one other professional sports franchise. Again, they won MLS Cup. Atlanta, the, the second fucking year they won the title. So, yeah, they're going to keep doing well. Now, give it 10 years, and if these teams go to shit, let's see how hardcore the fans are. Maybe they still will be. Maybe they'll be fucking Red Sox fans who just show up no matter what because it's that's what they do. We don't know. We haven't gotten to that point yet. <laughs> This team's been around for a long time and has not won MLS Cup, and I think that definitely could drive some f- people away. Seattle, um, Seattle, two thousand nine, by the way. So they've been. This is t- this is your okay. eleven for them. All right, let's, yeah, that's a new ish. Yeah, I mean, but to that point, I mean, that's why I think to a certain extent, I think where a rebrand would come in. I think uh, Red Bull and Metro, for that matter, have this. Uh, uh, lose their, you know, stink on them. And now you have, with the Red Bulls, you have a stingy stink on them. Um, you know, you have a team that seems unwilling to spend. I mean, yes, like you said, those teams won MLS Cup. And winning MLS Cup would do a lot for this this team. Uh, and I think 
many savvy fans see that this team is not investing in the roster, um, you know, and bringing in the big shiny name that, you know, people would like to see uh, that would also help push them over the edge for the MLS Cup. I mean, let's not forget in 2010 when Red Bull Arena opened, I mean, the first two games were very well attended, packed house. Then after that, dropped to like 10,000 overnight. And then once Thierry Henry came into the building, and I'm to be fair, I'm not saying Red Bull should sign an over-the-hill uh, European aging star, but once he came to the building, I mean, attendance went up. I mean, it, I think close to fifteen to 20,000 a game after that point. 2011, they averaged 19,691 for home. No, it was 2010 was when Thierry came. So I I'm, I'm using okay. I'm using this whole season, the whole season. That's why I was. I'm just remembering because I went to the games and there was like nobody in the stands for those games before Thierry Henry showed up. Um, you know, so uh, could that help? Yeah, but I mean, there, the, to everything Truman said before, the transit mass transit is a fucking disaster. It's right a, now. it's a. It's between, a fucking mess. It between, really is a mess. Yeah, between the path, I mean, New Jersey transit conductors don't show up when they don't feel like it, and trains get canceled. I mean, New Jersey transit is an absolute disaster. Um, you know, it's... Parking's getting squeezed out. Parking's getting worse and worse. Uh, you know, for myself, Truman, and Jay, uh, you know, well, you know, at least in this case, none of us have children at the game. Um, for us to just... if we Let's say we didn't tailgate. What if we, if we just parked in Newark and walked over? Not a big deal for us. Mm-hmm. So, Tell a family of four, hey, go park in Newark and walk across the bridge. Fuck that. Right. They're not, they're not, even though we all know the iron bounds fine, but you know, it's. But with a kid walking across that bridge, it's, yeah, not, it's just not, not going to happen, you know? So it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's a bit of a mess. Um, you know, I think, I think when they built that stadium, they thought the, the path was the light, going to be the lifeblood and to an extent it is. Uh, and, you know, now, uh, that it's shut down on the weekends, at least the World Trade Center line, it, it hurts. Yeah, you know? it, it's. I mean, that's how I got to my first game was New Jersey Transit up to Newark and then the path over. Yep, first time I went, same thing. Then I realized I could, I could walk it, and it wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> then I moved out of state. I know this is that it's the the thing that bothers me the most about this. This is a dead fucking horse topic, and. Yes, it's so easy for people to bring it up. I I just hate the I guess the bigger thing is I hate the let's let's not talk about what actually is wrong and force the team to do things that are different. Cause I, I feel like what I saw was a very defensive attitude from fans and they were letting the team off the hook for part of this. Well I don't I mean I don't God, I just want to talk about the game. But uh, <laughs> I, I mean you can't let the team off the hook completely. I I do think they they do put an effort into selling tickets. Mm-hmm. They do call. They do advertise. Um, they do do a lot. I I don't think they just sit around doing nothing. I think it's like like Pat said. Yeah, I think if you invest a little bit more in a designated player, that maybe could bring some some fans out. I don't really know how many fans it's going to bring out. I really don't. But um. I mean, it is on them too, but I don't think it's totally on them. What they need, and I'm telling you right now, and I've been saying this for fucking years, more bobbleheads. People fucking love them. I love them. You know you guys love them. Everyone listening to this fucking podcast loves bobbleheads. 
I have a few you, Funko Pop bobbleheads. You know what? You're, you're, be, you're joking, but the fact of the matter is giveaways would hurt. Giveaways would not hurt. I no. mean, absolutely. How, when you put the billboard up, say it's going to be Scarf Night. Say it's going to be like, hey, every kid gets a lollipop. Who the fuck cares? You know, I, you know it's... Make your Wednesday games. Make them half off. You know, I mean, these are all things that absolutely. Uh, and and hey, people, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna make a shit ton of you on uh, on Twitter happy rolling. But fuck it, have a dollar hot dog night. I mean, seriously, you do these things, and you, you yeah, you might drive attendance a bit better. Um, Two dollar empanada night. Oh, there you man. go. That line would be around that goddamn building. <laughs> It's these are definitely these are definitely all things that you can consider. You um, but you know, what's that? You broke up. Do that. Do uh, it again. I said these these are all things you can consider. Um, you know, it, it's it, it can certainly move the needle. Uh, it's be better to do that. But I I I, I do to to an extent think the team gets a a worse off rap uh, than they deserve. Um. Because I do think they make an effort, um, and hey, let's let's not forget. Um, and it's a one hundred percent. It's a chicken or the egg, uh, you know, comparison. But no media coverage doesn't help. Yep. Um, but this it's, it's but the it says chicken or the egg because if people don't care, why is the media going to cover it? You know. Um, so, you know, what are you going to do? I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about the game. Just yeah. do that. Well, we still have two more dislikes, yours and mine. <laughs> good, good, because it's, it's. I think it's. I think we we've we've now uh, lightsabered the horse, and now we're like living in it. We've yeah, not like beaten it to death. Especially since we have more bullshit to talk about later. Yeah, it's just, this is a this is a bullshit. It, this shouldn't be a fucking bullshit filled episode. What a what a great game. Yeah, this four one anyway. win. Is his own. Yeah, I mean, okay, let's get back to the game. My dislike, obviously, was Kyle Duncan getting completely schooled in the first half uh, time and time again to where Luis Robles was giving him a proper thrash, verbal thrashing. Um, he got destroyed on the Espinosa goal. I mean, mm-hmm. completely destroyed. And he could have gotten crushed like two more times. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to pile on the guy because he he played well in CCL, but in this one he was just he was outmatched and and he played well in the second half. He did, mm-hmm. uh, and like you know, people on Twitter said that it uh, he he just he got got schooled by a better player. It's just it happens. Yeah, it, it's going to happen, um, and it just makes us miss Taxi more. So. Uh, get well soon. Yeah. We need him to get well because we've got other problems we're also going to talk about. Yeah. Uh, my dislike, I guess, I mean, it's a nitpicky one. We kind of really, the bigger dislikes we really uh, kind of have already talked about. But it had to be the, just the, the fact that it didn't seem to have really any offensive ideas in the first half. I mean, they, they obviously clearly uh, adjusted for that. Um, but it was a miserable, I mean, I, I think I was, I was not alone amongst the fan base in pretty much like, you know, getting the, uh, car, the, the, you know, the, the stone out and starting to like sharpen the sword, sharpen the blade, ready to like just uh, riot and murder the way that first <laughs> half went uh, against one of the worst teams in the league. So I'm honestly surprised there were no booze at the end of that half. Yeah. I think everyone was just shell shocked at that point. Yeah. Um, you know, so Ooh, Atlanta fans, come on, yeah. <laughs> who were DeBoer out, you know, uh, 
So yeah, I, I'd say that was the most disappointing uh, uh, thing for the entire game uh, on my end. All right. So likes the game. Uh, Bat, we'll start with you since we're last. Uh, what did you like about the game? Uh, four goals. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I'll, I'll specify since I was, I was, I beat the kid up every week, not every week. That's, that's mean, but, uh, very often, uh, I'm going to give my like to Alex Mawil. Um, it's a hell of a response to come on for an injured Florian below, uh, and to get a brace. Um, you know, that's certainly not something we see from Alex Mawil. Uh, so, uh, you know, well-deserved, uh, player of the week, uh, nominees, uh, or team of the week, he, he made uh, I think on a few uh, publications, and then he made uh, I know he was named the U.S. Player of the Week on American Soccer Now. Uh, so yeah, got to give him credit. I mean, I, as much as I say that I do, and still believe the Red Bulls could improve on the right wing uh, with the signing, um, I I would be remiss not to uh, point out that he has absolutely improved. Uh, over the course of the end of last season and now at the beginning of this season as well. Uh, he has gotten better, and uh, we're seeing the fruits of that for sure. Yeah. And, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to add on to that because he came in uh, for an injured Florian Velo. And let's just mm-hmm. get this out of the way now since we've already talked too much. We don't talk about it later. Uh, torn ACL. I mean, that's another gone for the season, you would think, right? You would think. I think I, think I saw a tweet that – they're not sure, but yeah, you would think so. I mean, maybe he, I, he, I don't know. You just don't see him coming back. Mm. Um, and to step in, yeah, and to score two. And now, so my specific like will be the game winner because he took, took a deflected ball out of the air and volleyed yeah. home, which was a beautiful goal. Absolutely. Uh, I love that all four goals were, um, I like to call them the Eric Lindros cherry picker goal. <laughs> that's what he did when he played for the Flyers. He just stood in front of the net and just scored. Uh, and that's what pretty much all four goals were. Yeah. You know, good, right place, right time for all four of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, yeah, how can you not give it up for Alex Mawil? Because his name is Mawil because yeah. he's told everybody it's Mawil, uh, yeah. except for the people covering the game on uh, Univision who kept saying Mule over and over again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, my like just because it's, I want to be different. Right. So one of the giveaways of the game was the posters, the the shield with the three. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Red Bulls, for hitting that after the game was over, so I didn't have to worry about holding it the whole time. Like the magnet? <laughs> no. Uh, well, the ma- yeah, the magnet is one thing though, because I can deal with that. But <laughs> the poster, I don't want to have to worry about holding the poster and it getting bent and all that. So yeah. thank you for handing it out to me after the game. Yeah, yeah. it should be. All right, uh, time for afterthoughts. Um, bef- before we go down a l- little more of the, the rat hole. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, God, oh, my God. Uh, an hour and a half long episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so before Definitely. we, del- we delve into the next <laughs> topic, quick quick nitpicking for me is yeah. the fact that this game is not available on MLS Live yet on ESPN+. And it's Tuesday. Yep, it is more than forty-eight hours after the game, and wow. it's not available. Jeez. So I, I, th- I have a feeling that Unimos, or sorry, Univision and Fox Sports are not available because you know corporate reasons. Corporate America, man. But uh, when I tweet at Univision and at MLS and at the Red Bulls and at ESPN, and nobody answers the question, 
And it's, their website. You annoy, you annoy them every week, Jay. <laughs> and the the website has no way to find the information. I tried to do the online chat function, and I was told I can't do it. I have to send an email. Like, it shouldn't be this hard for me just to find one line that says that this game is not available because it's blacked out due to contractual reasons. That's all I want to hear. Just tell me that, and I'll be like, fine, I accept it. I just need to hear it. But nobody has a goddamn answer for it. Or even Jay, wants to answer it. Jay wants somebody to specifically read him the small print. <laughs> well, because the whole selling point is it's the, the MLS Live replacement is on ESPN+. Plus, and MLS Live had those games after 48 hours. So, Yeah, I mean, I guess that yeah, ESPN is never going to have Fox or Univision's shit on their site. Yeah, so unless it's specifically said in the con- in the terms of service, then it's I don't know what the hell's going on. Anyway, oh Jay, hey, gets- I'm in Maryland. Okay, I don't get Univision down here. Yeah, yeah they're, they're racist down there. Anyway, uh, well, no, YouTube TV doesn't carry it. <laughs> oh yeah, cord cutter down there. Uh so, are we going to talk about Florian Below the Fallout now or later? We can talk about it now if you want. Yeah, might as well. Why talk about it later? Let's just... All right, so before we get into the, the BS, uh, yeah, I mean, I think this Florian Below issue is yet another exa- um, prime uh, opportunity for this team to sign a right wing right winger uh, on a DP contract. And look, if you think Alex Mawil's two goals means he's going to score 10 goals this season, I would love it. I would be totally on board with that. Um, I hope that happens. But even if it were to happen, the prudent thing that any team that wants to win the titles, be competitive, uh, it would be to bring a player to push him anyway. Uh, you know, have competition at the position. You have a third designated player spot. Uh, so far, Alex Muel, this is not just a two goal performance. This still does not mean Alex Muel can be relied on for offensive production. If he does it again, sure. Uh, you know, scores a goal, say on Saturday, uh, maybe, maybe he's turned a corner. Uh, but, uh, I think that you know, we're below out and being out this early in the season, it's time to fill the uh, roster with another player. Uh, because they did it. And that being said, they're not going to do it. I would be very, very surprised if no, they because, signed a player. Because I feel that the thought was, hey, we have a healthy Florian Velo back this year. He's going to be the guy. Boom. Yeah. Again. Uh, yeah. It, <laughs> it's almost like depth is the thing you need. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think Mawil was going to be the depth guy. I yeah. thought he'd be the good depth guy, but now he's he's the guy. Yeah. Yep. Primary transfer window closes May seventh. There you go. Like I said, the team has the opportunity to do the right the time and the opportunity to do the right thing, but they won't. They won't do it. I'll be very surprised. All right. Uh, anything oh. else before we get into the, the big BS? Uh, well, I would say congrats to BWP because I think uh, up until the 80-whatever minute when he scored his goal, there was the the pessimist uh, narrative for this post game as we <laughs> BWP still hasn't scored yet. So, I mean, I was thinking it. So, um, And he did it right before Armas took him off. Yep, there you go. Perfect. So, well done, BWP. 9-9! Nine, nine. <laughs> 
Okay, so who wants to print it up? It's, it's bullshit time. All right, should I just should we just bring this up real? We're, we're just going to it's just the question is who's doing it first? Well, I'll I'll just give the gist of what happens for people who don't know because we read this all on Reddit. Uh, apparently, some GSU supporters decided to go into the San Jose away section, which consisted about what fifteen people, 15, something like that, fifteen twenty harmless people. Uh, decided to steal a couple flags. One dude tried to get his flag back. He got, I guess, three on one. I don't know if he got beat up, but I mean, they said he was definitely shoved around. They said something about his phone got destroyed. Phone got smashed. Um, cops were involved. GSU member got arrested, apparently. Um, again, <laughs> more nonsense that should never happen at a game with fans who were just there to have a good time. Yeah. They were not taunting anybody. They weren't heckling. They weren't make they, the banners didn't say screw you Red Bulls or Red Bull fans or mm-hmm. you know, it was I think that there uh, a bunch of them were just displaced San Jose fans, right? They're in the area and they're from yeah. that area. You know, they're originally from San Jose. Yeah, the, the two or three banners were all like I think the one I pointed out to you was Quake 74 New York or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So it was all um, like New York based like Quakes fans. And again, the one guy who talked about on Reddit said he only gets to see his team like pretty much every like every other year, maybe twice a year when they come play the New York team. So <sighs> it's just it's more stupid shit that it's just not the way you start yeah. the, the MLS home season. It really isn't. And it's yeah. I'm I'm looking I'm gonna be very interested to see what the team does after after another incident. Yeah, it's uh, look. This is Garden State Ultras for the uh, unenlightened. Uh, these are the same guys who, after we criticized their bad behavior about two years ago, uh, they tanked our rating on iTunes. We never specifically called them out for that. But now we will. Um, look, it, it's it's now overdue for the team to react to these guys. Uh, and look, we understand that not every Garden State Ultra is a bad guy. We do, but. Uh, the good guys have been protecting the bad guys for far too long, uh, for far too long. Because if you criticize the group, you know you just get uh, like, "Oh, you're biased against us." And it's like, no, a significant portion of your group likes to get into fights, likes to promote hooliganism, and there is no place for that in that stadium, in this fan base, none whatsoever. Uh, I, I'm hoping that the team comes with a very, very, very swift ban. Any GSU member is now out of the stadium for the rest of the year. Um, you know, 133 or uh, is it 102, 133? That is... 133. 103. 102 is Viking Army. Okay. So 133 uh, is no longer GSU territory. I mean, I know it's not officially anymore, but it's like, no, it, it's done. If that's where you sat before, you're done. You're sitting somewhere else uh, because it, it's just, it's, it's too long. And there now has to be a zero tolerance policy because it's, there's just no place for it. I mean, what you know, after the Shivas, Shivas game, who was all over the news getting in a brawl? GSU. And, yes, I understand Shivas fans were at, at fault as well. But it, it's it's like, I mean, I I remember before that game, I said to you guys, I, I was sitting in 101, and I remember saying to you guys, hey, guys, GSU is getting a fight by the end of this game. Like, I called it. I called it. I knew what was going to happen. You know? And it's just like, it's gone. It's it can't be anymore. It can't be anymore. And it's like, and for anyone who gets pissed off at me, too bad. Too, uh, I'm I'm done with it. I, I want to go. I want to root for my team. I want to know that who, there's no place for hooligans 
in that stadium. Yeah. And so it's time for the band hammer to come down with. Swift yeah, and it's not authority. like it's not like this is the thing that gets GSU unrecognized, right? Um, the end of the 2017 season, the last regular season game was at DC United. They're, you know, the last game at RFK, and the Red Bulls fans got put up in the second deck. Uh, Truman and I were up there for that game where the whole second – the Red Bulls fans were literally making the second story bounce because that's how crappy RFK was. And GSU decided to celebrate by throwing flares into the lower bowl. Uh, I don't think anybody got hurt, but it was a possibility based on where they were sitting. And at that point, that was the final straw where the Red Bulls said, uh, we are not recognizing GSU as an official supporters group anymore. Well, hence why there's no capo perch there. They didn't have any GSU banners throughout the stadium last year. And apparently they didn't do enough to get back into good graces of the team. So let's start it off 2019 the same way. And hearing about this is not a good sign. And there were Red Bulls fans on the post on Reddit that were all pointing out it was that nobody likes or not phrase it. Most fans don't like GSU and don't like the antics to get up to. So, I mean, it's, it's sad to say at this point, it's not even a, you know, there's a minority of us saying that the situation needs to stop. There's, at this point, a very good portion of the fan base saying that this needs to stop. And apparently, according to this this Reddit thing that we were all reading, that Red Bull fans have been writing to the team as well and contacting their their representatives. So, I mean, what is it? I don't know. What does it take for it to finally be over? I, I, you just have to disperse that section and it's going to suck. It's going to really suck for the dudes who are pretty chill. Cause like I said, I have a couple friends who are, who are good guys. They don't, they definitely don't cause any trouble at all, but it, it's, I don't, there's no other option at this point. There's, there's none. No, nope. They have to disperse people. They have to permanently ban a lot of people. I don't know. They chance after chance after chance. Yeah. You know, it, 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 something has to give. And listen, if there's if there's GSU people that are listening to this and want to email us or talk to us or whatever, please come on. We'll we'll give you time on the show. Yes, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, explain, explain, please explain to us how, how you uh, deserve yet another chance. Right. You know, uh, after yet more antics, even if it's a minority, I, I, I don't care. I mean, you, you you haven't done a good enough job at self-policing if it is a minority because it just keeps happening. And the, the perpetrators are always wearing GSU garb, always from GSU. It, it's It's got to stop. And that, and that was the thing. In the Reddit post, they, they said everybody was wearing GSU stuff. So it wasn't even like it was just, you know, black shirts, which people would assume is GSU. No, it was official GSU stuff mm-hmm. that they are wearing. Yeah. Sorry, Pat. I had to make sure that that was clear. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I was going to add to that, but we'll leave it at that. But like Pat Truman said, if you if you're a GSU member and you want to come on the show and talk to us, email us redbullrant.gmail.com. I'll I'll set it up. We'll we'll, we'll hash this out. Yeah, we're, I, we're, I, we're open to talking about it. The, yep. the, prob- the problem is we, you know, it's clear 
clear bad behavior is happening in GSU. It there's seems to be no end to it. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately it's causing physical harm to other people, which is not a thing that belongs in any stadium, let alone MLS. And no fans, home or away, should be afraid to go to a game. Right. Unless those fans are assholes and need a whooping, that's that's it. That, that's listen. But then you don't do that in the stadium. You do that somewhere else. Yeah, somewhere you know, else. You know, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I, and and as we know in the past, there's been a few uh, supporters groups that have shown up that have gotten whooped for good reasons, not in the stadium. But aside from that, your regular everyday fan should not feel intimidated at a game. Mm-hmm. And it just reminds me of and it and listen, this is I'm not relating this to GSU. I'm just telling you a personal story that I hated going to see fucking punk bands where I live in the Lehigh Valley, and fucking Nazis show up, and all they do is they intimidate and they want to start fights. And I don't want to have fans go to a game and get that, have that same feeling of intimidation by people thinking, oh my God, what if they start pushing me or shoving me around for doing, looking at somebody wrong, you know? It's not the way I should feel. And I think a lot of GSU guys have run into those Nazi assholes at shows. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee they don't like it either. So let's not bring this into Red Bull Arena. It's a goddamn fucking sport. It's a game. Mm-hmm. It's, we're watching a bunch of, well, a few millionaires and a few hundred thousand heirs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a goddamn game that affects our life in no way besides being mad at a result. Yeah. I still go to work the next day and I still make the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. I still work the same hours, Red Bulls, win or lose. It, it, it means nothing to, it means nothing. Yeah. It's a fucking sport. Okay. We gotta, we gotta move on. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Um, predictions from this one, because I skipped that completely. None of us have got it right, because I, I said three, nothing. You guys said two, nothing. So uh, Truman's still in first place, uh, now with four points. Pat, Pat and I are still tied for second with one point each. Um, and the fan predictions, nobody got it right either. There were a few that came close. There were some four not four nothings and some three ones. So there's a few guys that came close. Uh, but our top, the top of our fan prediction is now down to four. That are right now matching Truman with four points. Uh, at mm-hmm. Syracuse Pinball, FCBM, Jeremiah Dempster. Oh, and- oh, Jeremiah, you and me, it's on. It is on. <laughs> and uh, Nicholas Lambert are all tied with four points. The exact same way that Truman got it by calling the three nothing, or sorry, the the one one draw at Columbus, and then calling the win this week. Oh, by the way, listeners, none of you get the belt. <laughs> yeah, no, you, the, the white belt is for us. It's not for anybody else. Those are for Daddy and Daddy and. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have a few more listener tweets. Those came in today. Uh, yep. So I'll read the first one. Actually, no. Uh, yeah, I'm going to read the first one anyway, because I feel like we can still sort of talk about this. Uh, so Jeremiah at Red Coach J says, now that Velo is confirmed out for the season, what are your thoughts on one, Mobile as the regular starter, which we already talked about that, two, Fernandez, or three, Ivan? Preference? Uh, I, my guess is for, for now, it's probably going to be Mobile, but, um, 
I, I've been liking Ivan so far, right? He's been solid. So I think maybe more as he gets integrated in the team. Fernandez, probably not yet. Probably still a little too fresh. I think he's still like the future guy. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind give Ivan a shot. Let's get him on in the regular A team and see what happens. I wouldn't mind either of those guys. I mean, Fernandez played well in that, at least the beginning of the CCL game down in Santos. So, mm-hmm. you know, to, and, and I think he was in Mobile's position for that game too. So, you know, he at least shows that in a hostile envi- or semi-hostile environment, he can still be productive. That's not a bad thing, especially uh, given, you know, how much they're going to have to rely on people now that Velo is out. Uh, I mean, I would if you want to say who do I think has the highest upside of those three, I believe it's Fernandez. Uh, but I, I think I kind of gave my answer in the previous uh, you know, uh, segment and it, granted it's not one of your choices, but my choice is designated <laughs> player winger. So, you know. un, un, unnamed DP. Yeah. All right. Uh, last tweet or last time we had to read, uh, roll Sybin at role teacher. Uh, does Kaku finish the season with New York? Yes. No. Oh, <laughs> We didn't talk about this. So Kaku was benched for this game. Mm-hmm. Been not even on the bench. Uh, supposedly because of tweets that he put out after the Santos match. And I guess Armas wanted to send a message that nobody's above the team. So that, I believe, is where this is coming from. And I think my answer is no also. Although I think it's more because if they don't sell him, at some point his value is going to drop. I think that's the reason why. Um, but what do you guys think he's – so, Truman, you said he is going to be with them? Yes. Okay. So I, I think they've invested enough to keep him for the rest of the season. I, I don't think there's a – unless the Odell Beckhams everybody and goes completely bananas and is, like, proposing to uh, kicking nets, I, I think he's still valuable to the team. So I don't see why they would move him during the season. That doesn't happen a lot anyway with MLS. Usually you're bringing guys in. They don't send too many players out. Plus – I have his jersey, and if he fucking leaves midseason, I'm gonna be super pissed, super <laughs> duper duper pissed. Uh, I say no because I mean I think you know uh, the fact that only the second game of the season he's uh, getting himself benched for a tweet and being a pain in the ass. It's just kind of like a clear sign that we haven't put all the bullshit uh, from the off season behind us, and. Uh, Let's not forget, down in Santos, he did not really look like he was into that game very much. Um, you know, definitely one of the weaker links. Um, you know, so it, it's kind of like I think he's, his agent and him, especially once the transfer window starts again, they're, they're just going to ratchet it up once again, and uh, the Red Bulls are, are going to cut bait at that point. And I think to a certain extent, much like Jay said, uh, if he keeps – this up to tanks as well. His value, his sell-on value, is certainly going to drop. Doesn't don't doesn't his old club get part of the sell-on value? I forget how his contract, but I think there was some rumor that remember, they keep yeah. a certain portion. I think so. Yeah. So that would also be a, a a reason to sell him because if his value is going to drop, then you get less of a cut. Yep. You don't want to take a loss on him. All right, uh, so let's move on to 
preview the uh, Orlando City match. Uh, finally. <laughs> yeah, finally. Uh, only about an hour in. Um, that match is Saturday, March 23rd, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time at Red Bull Arena on, I believe it's MSG. I didn't actually didn't look at the Red Bull site, so I just I just assume it's MSG proper. But it's probably not because I think hockey is still finishing up, right? It's on HBO Sports. You're so wrong. Oh, wow. We're moving up. Uh, yeah, MSG. I'm checking. Yeah. Okay, it is on MSG. All right, cool. Actually, the next three are all on MSG. It's kind of surprising. Um, uh, so first, the listener predictions. Uh, so unfortunately, since we're doing this on Tuesday, we only have 12 responses so far. But of the 12 responses, every single one says it's a win. Schmott. Uh, 66% say three goals for the Red Bulls, and 50% say no goals for Orlando City. So... Right now, the consensus is a 3 nothing win for the Red Bulls at home. So, Truman, since you're first, you get to, you are going to go first. What's your prediction for the Sunday game – or, sorry, Saturday's game against Orlando City? They're all wrong. Uh, listen, I'm going to stick to my 2 nothing. I'm going to stick to it because I think that this is it. Uh, they've given up too many goals at home in these past couple games. So, I think finally they're going to clamp it down because you know who else sucks? Orlando sucks. They're they're no good, so I don't I don't think they're going to. Cal Duncan's not going to get blown out of the water like it did in this game. Um, yeah, and I think a two nothing result I think is very fair. I don't think they're going to score four again. I think two is perfect. Sasha question eats pieces of shit like Duncan for breakfast. <laughs> he, he eats pieces of shit for breakfast. <laughs> no, but. Anyway, uh, I, I'm i going to go the 2-1 win. Uh, I do think uh, Orlando gets on the goal. Uh, gets gets a goal. Uh, again, uh, yeah, I just I, I feel like the whole not having a Lawrence uh, doesn't help. So, But, you know, again, I think Rebels, for the most part, take care of business. Um, you know, and let, let's not forget Aaron Long won't be there. He's going to be out, uh, as will uh, Kaku will not be there. And I think Mario, right? I think he's the third. I think the three of them are out. Uh, so, you know, the Red Bull defense will be uh, certainly missing a few few players. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go two one win. Uh, I do think they still at least get it done, but Orlando gets on the board, and uh, that is my prediction. Now, I'm trying to find all the international call ups <clears throat> this week, and of course, if they get three goals, it's because Alex Mario scored a hot hat trick. <laughs> Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I can't find a list of the call-ups. I don't remember who. It, I don't know who it is. Uh, um, I I think I need to go with Truman's two nothing here because yeah, we're missing Lawn and a few other guys, but Orlando City does suck. I mean, um, let's see. We go back to the standings here. Orlando City's played three games. They've Scored four goals but gave up seven so far. So going by that logic, we are we should get at least two goals because they're giving up more than two goals a game. Uh, and yeah, it, it's home and away records at this point are still meaningless. But they've only they lost in one road game, right? No, sorry. Well, I'm looking at the wrong line. I was looking at Chicago's. 
Chicago. All right. So they gave up. They still gave up six. They're still getting two game, and they only tied their one on the road, which I think was New York City, actually, of all teams. Um, but players, players are out. Um, we should, you know, in theory, with the full week of rest, be better. But semi depleted side against uh, Orlando. Eh, I'm still not completely feeling a uh, blowout game here. So I think, t- I think two nothing is about right. Um, all right. So any, any thoughts on Orlando city before we move on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They think. Well, yeah, there you go. There's my thought. I'm just going to pile onto it. Mm, purple's lame color. <laughs> They're the San Jose of the South. There you go. Sure. That's not Phil- Philly right now. Oh, I mean, Philly's in last place. Philly's pretty terrible. Ha 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 ha. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Jose, San Jose's really bad. <laughs> Philly only has one more point than San Jose this year. <laughs> womp womp. And that was when they tied because they tied Atlanta. <laughs> Freaking Atlanta sucks this year, huh? Shame. Up top. <laughs> All right. Um, Red Bulls two were not in action. They, their next game is uh, Sunday at one o'clock at home against Nashville. Uh, Sky Blue FC still waiting to get to April, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, dumping ground. We already talked to Fallo. Um U.S. Men's National Team. Uh, Aaron Long has been called up, as has Tyler Adams, and apparently people are not happy about Tyler Adams being put in defenders defensive role. <laughs> under Greg Berhalter. Uh I mean, what he's apparently going to play is the hybrid role that Nick Lima played in January camp, uh, where he won't be a pure right back, uh, but he'll shift into the central midfield, um, you know, uh, whenever the team moves into the attack. Uh, I, I do agree with a lot of the assessments that I think it's a role he will be fantastic at. Um he was, uh, he didn't exactly play that hybrid role, but let's not forget he did play right back for the United, uh, for the Red Bulls. I believe it was his first season. Yeah, uh, it was his first season. So, I mean, he, we know he's capable. Uh, I think, I think it's definitely something he could do very, very well. You know, let's, let's, let's not shit on it until we see what happens with it, you know? Oh, of course. I'm not yeah, saying much shot. No, yeah, I'm just, I'm, cause you said a lot of people are not happy with it. So I'm just talking to those, to oh. the people. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Let's see how it goes first. Yeah. Uh, who are they, who are they playing? Because I honestly didn't look up their schedule. Equ- they were playing Ecuador, and then I believe Chile the following Tuesday. Or Chile. 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 Uh, yeah, Thursday. Yep yeah, this this Thursday at eight they're playing Ecuador, and then next Tuesday they're they're hosting Chile. Chile. Sorry, Chile. 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 All right. Uh, anything else for the dumping ground? No. Yeah, Jason Christ was hired as the Olympic coach. Cool. Oh. Yeah. All right, so we're going to lose that too. Great. <laughs> um, so if that's it, that means the only thing we have left is Truman's terrible team of the week. That's terrible. Yeah, that is terrible. Uh, this is the easy one. You go down to nine men and you give up five goals and three goals are scored by Rain Rooney. Real Salt Lake, you blow. You embarrass yourself. 
Don't right. don't don't give DC United confidence. No one wants that. No one wants them to be good. What would you have to say to the head coach of RSL? Revenge didn't show up this week. Who, who, who could that be? We know exactly who that is. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Don't know. I don't know. Who yeah, is you it? Know, you, you know. No. Nope. Just the, the players embarrass right. themselves. Disavow all knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh anything else before we wrap up god no nope patreon.com slash rebel rant uh is how you can port the show one dollar a month all you need to get exclusive contents is your monthly wrap-up and <clears throat> live post game for example uh about 10 minutes of us driving through newark heading back home mm. the san jose game it's about 50 percent of my road rage <laughs> yeah and, and and about five percent Truman yell out the window. Yeah. Uh, if you wanted to email us, redbullrant at gmail dot com. If you want to call us, nine seven three three four eight five three two nine. Facebook dot com slash redbullrant. Uh, on Twitter at redbullrant for the show at Doctor Stooch for myself at pmac d eight two for Pat at the Truman for Truman. Subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, and as of a few. Uh, weeks ago, Spotify. Uh, and if you, by the way, I forgot to mention this earlier, if you want to do the fan prediction stuff, that will be open until uh, 6.30, I believe I said it for, uh, on Saturday. I'm trying to do one hour before kickoff is the deadline. So you'll have until then, and I'm going to, at some point, sticky it to our Facebook and Twitter feeds. So if you're on either of those, you'll be able to find the link and uh, let us know what you think is going to happen on Saturday. Um Last words before we get out of here. Yeah, again, uh, anytime I go to a game, they better fucking not fuck it up. So, since Pat and I will be there on Saturday, fucking win. We can't use that excuse anymore. We're season ticket holders, so we don't go rarely anymore. But win anyway. Yeah. Okay, so for Pat, Truman, and myself, this was episode number 301 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Red Bulls. Bye, 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 bye. Lights.